we're back. It's been a while because we've while. we've been we've like recorded episodes extremely often. Get we never post them because we always like move on to doing something else, and then we never finish the episode. We should try to finish the episode this time. We probably should. Alright, so, uh, I think the first thing we need to talk about is the brand new coronavirus that, ex- that infects us both. Not the real coronavirus, the country human coronavirus. Um, of doom. Of doom. It's pretty bad. Like, <laughs> it's... I'm going to come over here so it's people can hear me better. pretty bad. We, mm-hmm. but, like, mm, mm, mm. There's probably gonna be no escape, um. Yeah, because I've been, like, falling into country humans, like, in and out of it for a while. The first time I fell in, I just kind of just chilled. But, you know, the second time I fell in, I started watching stuff. And then the third time, I started judging people for their ships. Why do people glorify Nazis in the fandom? Because the fandom is weird. There's always that one part of the fandom. Just like the one part always, of like. Always, there's no escape. There's, there's like the one part there. of the Undertale fandom or like the one part of the furry fandom that everyone pays attention to, even though like. It's not the fandom. It's not like, the whole it's fandom. It's not really the fandom. It's really. Like, annoying. a lot of the Undertale fandom is actually really chill and they actually make a lot of cool stuff, especially. Mm-hmm. Some of the fan games are really are well made. Are you kidding made. me? Yeah. For example, you know, Underswap. Like, mm-hmm. there's some good games out there. Mm-hmm. There's some really good there's, in general, there's some amazing. weird ones, but there's some really cool mm-hmm. games. And then everyone just pay, pays attention to the weird parts of the fandom, and it's really annoying. Yeah, the weird, you know, Blueberry X Sands haven't oh said. <laughs> yeah, you know, it. some parts of the fandom kind of suck, but, you know, most of the fandom, it's a good place. Uh, furry fandom is also one that's commonly misunderstood for being, like, a really bad place. And Alana, who is more closely identified to the furry fandom than I am. More closely. I'm not necessarily fully in it. I'm just, like, I know things about it. Yeah, I don't pay much attention to it. Um, I just know that it is definitely misjudged being friends with... Yeah, because, I mean, sure, there are some parts of it that are... Weird. But (laughs) that is part of, like every fandom exactly like and a lot of always going to be parts of the fandom where it's just like oh this is weird so anyone who's in a fandom and is shaming a different fandom is kind of being a hypocrite yeah it's like really annoying because for example there are parts of the fnaf fandom that are really cool and there are some great fan characters out there and then there are parts of the fnaf fandom that suck and are awful but that goes with literally any fandom so any fandom has its toxic annoying parts and i can say that pretty well knowing the geometry dash fandom and while right now it is really toxic because everyone is tired from waiting for waiting for 2.2 say when you know 1.9 or 2.0 or even the earlier days of 2.1 were out it was a chilled fandom with a lot of people who were making good game good you know things and a lot of people associated it with being a kind of toxic fandom because there are some parts of it that weren't great it sucks because so many fandoms are misjudged for parts that and also the next issue is that the worst the worst parts of the fandom scream the loudest Mm -hmm. for example you'll see you know kinky furry roleplay more often than you'll see you know just wholesome wholesome casual furry artwork that's pretty good Mm -hmm. which 
is why most people will associate those phantoms with the worst parts the worst of them. Parts, yeah. uh, another good example is just the BTS fandom, which I like their music. Some parts of it are... T- most band fandoms have bad parts. Oh my god. Um, Panic at the Disco fandom has some bad parts. Uh, uh, 21 Pilots fandom has some bad parts. But overall, their music is good, and I like them. Every fandom has its bad parts, but usually people are just associated with that. Especially with the BTS and emo band fandoms. Mm-hmm. This got dark really quickly. Yeah. We were just going to talk about how we kind of fallen into a hole. Yeah, of country humans. <laughs> but then this happened. Yeah. Uh, it sucks how a lot of fandoms are treated, because people... With fandoms who have, say, less toxic parts. Like, it's at the point where, like, you can't say you're in certain fandoms because otherwise people are just going to associate you with them, the weird parts of it. Like, how they associate the fandom with weird parts of it. Yeah. That, or you have to spend, like, an hour explaining to people why this part of the fandom is not the whole fandom. Mm -hmm. For example, I used to actually say I was a proud member of the Undertale fandom. People were like, ew, peasant. And... Alana got me into the Undertale fandom, and that was fine, but, I mean, at first, I was even a massive hypocrite, because I judged some parts of the Undertale fandom being part of a toxic fandom myself, the FNAF fandom. (laughs) FNAF fandom, there's some bad parts of it. There's just, please don't. The bad, bad parts of the FNAF fandom suck. They are awful. But the good parts of the FNAF fandom are great, and don't judge Scott Judge Scott Cawthon. Listen, Scott Cawthon, like, he needs to stop making FNAF games, is my main exactly. thing. Like, just feel... end it off somewhere, because otherwise people are just going to keep expecting it when you actually want to properly end yeah. it, so... And Scott has said multiple times that he doesn't enjoy the series anymore. FNAF 3 was supposed to be the end of it, and then FNAF 4 was, and then Sister Location was, and then FNAF 6 was, okay. and then Ultimate Custom Night was, yeah. and then... Because it's called Ultimate Custom Night, and like, while I, the fandom, I mean, yeah. the final bit. And while I know, like, okay, so now you're making a VR game and a mobile game, like an AR game, which is okay, because they're kind of like spin-off stuff, they still have canon parts! Help Wanted was, like... Known to be a canon game, and it was huge. And uh, FNAF Special Delivery, there are some parts of it that are canon. And the main thing is, he needs to stop making these games if he doesn't want to. Like, at this point, Scott can retire. He's old enough to retire, and he's making, he's made a ton of money off of the FNAF franchise. He can retire if he wants to. Like, so I don't know why he keeps on making games if he actually doesn't want to. I know, there was a lot of, <laughs> I know there was Six a lot of... Six minutes in, we yeah. already got... Well, it's technically seven, but still. I know there was a lot of peer pressure around the FNAF fandom to make more games. Um, but my main thing is, now he's saying there's still just... There's just ports left, but there's not. There's the one other... There's a ton of new teasers for the new FNAF game. What is it called again? I don't know. It has something like Insanity or whatever in its name. Just let the fan games keep the franchise alive. Don't keep on paying attention to the series. Just leave the series alone, because it is not a good place to be in at the moment. And if you keep on releasing games, I have a feeling it's going to get worse. 
like, the main thing is, I feel like the FNAF franchise doesn't feel inspired anymore. The first game was pretty unique. It had an odd storytelling. But the other thing is, FNAF games are super formulaic. And no matter if you like them or not, you can't say that they aren't pretty easy to make. And while they're slowly getting harder because Scott is including more things, I mean, really, if he wants to make really, truly complex game, move on from Click Team. Stop making games in Click Team. I can't remember what it's called. I think that's what it's called. Oh, the development tool he's used. Whatever it is. Because um, a yes. lot of the fan games don't use Click Team. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, One Night at Rachel's or whatever it's called, I'm pretty sure that uses Unreal Engine 4. Um... I know for a fact the Joy of Creation uses Unreal Engine 4. Like, a lot of these fan games use Unreal Engine 4 or Click Team. The basic ones, like One Night at Funties, or the earlier ones, like One Night at Candies, use Click Team. Which, by the way, stop asking the developer, uh, Emilio, I think that's his name, of Five Nights at Candies. Stop asking him to make FNAF games. He does not want to. He's done with the franchise. Leave him alone. <laughs> He got dark very quickly. He doesn't like making the games. Like, please leave him alone. Please. Just, like, if, if you like it, then you can probably do stuff by yourself, but stop pressuring the actual creators to do it. Like, yeah. they don't want to, and, and most, you're expecting stuff to do your own thing. Most of the FNAF fan game creators and FNAF creators in general don't want to keep on making, and the FNAF creator, I should say, in general, don't want to make the games. Um, I know the developer of FNAF doesn't want to. I know for a fact Jonochrome doesn't want to. He's done. Like, he's... And I know there is a fan game of One Week at Flumpties, which is cool, but, um, there's only a demo out, and... So, I'm glad- I'm really glad Jonochrome is moving on, because he has a lot of talent in game development and humor, which is good, because Riddle School was a good franchise. Mm-hmm. I was so surprised when I learned he made Riddle School, too. I was... Because I liked Riddle School and um, One Night at Funpies. I was like, what? Yeah. Jonochrome is a great developer, and he mostly made the ONAF games as a way for him to make more complex games moving on from Riddle School. Mm-hmm. I don't like how the FNAF fandom is treating their creators. Or the sad. subsets of the FNAF fandom with the fan games. Mm-hmm. I really think all of them... I know a lot of the fan game creators are done, but Scott needs to move on. Scott Cawthon needs to just, like... He needs to say he's done with the franchise. After all the new games are rolling out, he needs to say he is done. Because mm-hmm. at this point, I have a feeling... Because originally he said he had everything planned planned out, which would make sense if he's just planning three games. But now, the lore doesn't make sense. There are so many inconsistencies that I have a feeling... Like, Scott's just pulling stuff out of his ass at this point. Mm-hmm. Like... The lore of FNAF doesn't make sense anymore. I have a feeling that's why it doesn't make sense. It, Because there's so many random, you know, missing children cases and so many possible purple... It, like, it's insane. What is the original missing children case? Is it five kids or six kids? There's so many odd inconsistencies throughout the franchise that it can't make sense. We should probably end the section before we go too dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. We're sorry for this being the first segment. Yeah. Judging fandom, ju- pretty much judging the FNAF fandom, because, like, it, it's not a good place. Mm-hmm. Scott, move on with the games. 
Please. Please. I'm... Just stop. Because most of the fan games at this point are more innovative than the real games. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen, um, what's a good example? Uh, the one game, I think it's called Purgatory. Oh, uh, I, I believe. Something close to Purgatory. Something. That FNAF fan game, which I know was actually an older FNAF fan game and blew up in 2018, was very innovative and cool, and I liked it. And um, One Night at Rachel's and The Joy of Creation were all very innovative, cool games. What's another uh, good example? I'm trying to think of. Uh, Jolly, whatever that game is. I don't know. I don't I know. pay attention to very much anymore. Yeah. Even the Five Nights at Candy's games started to become more innovative than the FNAF mm-hmm. games. Because FNAF 1 and FNAF 2 kind of were just literally the FNAF games with a new coat of paint. But FNAF 3 was great. It was a cool game. And uh, FNAF Remastered, which was the remaster of FNAF 1, was also very good. Okay, we need to move on. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Next second. We're done judging fandoms. We're going to talk about our our universes because I haven't heard a peep from the MBLF universe, and I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Hyperslate. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. Um, I know what's I know why uh, a lot of the other uh, universes aren't moving on because people won't finish their mm-hmm. characters. <laughs> We, like, literally just started on the Suki Moon story, which was supposed to- We were supposed to start that, like, a month ago, I'm pretty sure. And, I mean, I was a little late to the party with making my characters, because at the time I was busy doing work for OPBS. But what is George doing? <laughs> oh, she decided to cancel those. We're going to have them up here way later in the story, because she just has no ideas for them. She's helping me work on other things, like, not MGLF, but, like, All right, a then. lot of the Wings of four, Fire stuff, and then... Also, the morph first, which we really need to write on. That's like pretty yeah. much dead, and I don't want another story to die out because yeah. like, it's actually getting not. Because you have so many dead stories, I have stories that I literally confirmed are dead because I can't write for them anymore. Because it's dead story. Don't look at it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> They're all just titled that. Like the most of my stories are either titled dead story or this is inaccurate. Don't look at it. Because AABS was in AU. It was in AU, not canon. canon. Um, ABS was always supposed to be in AU. Um, uh, OPBS is the actual story, and Universe of Butterflies is in a strange state of canon that doesn't make sense because there are parts. The story on the dock is not canon, but Universe of, of Butterflies. Like, the entire, like, the overall universe. The overall universe of butterflies is a real thing, is canon in the BSU. It's hard to explain, but, um, it's a very, it's in a strange state of canon in which I can't really write for it because the doc isn't canon, but the universe and a lot of its ideas are, and it just doesn't work. Uh, I know MDLF, in terms of the non-canon, and the canon is essentially well the canon story like the slide deck is dead and the slide deck that's just mdlf story is dead the but, mdlf story was supposed to be like somewhat canon although then i decided no yeah 
there's so many characters that aren't mentioned because we have so many updates, but I think, like, I'm done with characters. There are not going to be any new characters. I just really need to figure out the story yeah. right now. Like, I'm scenes trying. Scene 3 is surprisingly developed. Scenes 2 is probably my favorite so far, and it's developed, but Scenes 1... If we're going Shockingly, to have that, if we're it? going to have that be the first entire like intro of the characters, and we want to move on with the other ones, and I think we need this planned out. The most complicated thing for me in terms of NDLF, just this is for me, not for you. For me, writing for NDLF is the most complicated thing is Vortex's relationship with MDLF. Because it does not make sense, and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. it's, it's kind of my fault. I was just like, hey, this is canon now. Yeah. It's hard to explain, because in terms of OPBS, MDLF is not particularly a thing. It is mentioned because of my Vortex inclusion, but it's not. It's, a, it's hard it's to explain. It's there, but it's not there. Canon OPBS is mentioned like twice for like a 20,000 page book. Isn't that much? Um, it's essentially. But the thing is, in OPBS, the main vortex. The main. The main vortex. The main focus is not particularly on vortex for a lot of it. Because the first couple of like chapters and books is Origins. Not origins, the doc, just origin stories of some of the characters, not all of them. And so from there, there's a lot of focusing that shifts. Sometimes it is focused on Vortex, sometimes it's focused on Ren. Sometimes it's focused on other people. A lot of times it will be focused on Vortex, but as the unacronized title goes vortex is very much a blank slate powerful character because he's not supposed to be the main like focus of the franchise it's supposed to be a lot of the story is focused on ren and alex and not vortex and some of the universe characters (laughs) it just doesn't work it's it sucks. <laughs> okay, steering off in the other direction back to the what? entire hyperslate stuff. Yeah. Galaxy Charm. Long story, not long story as it's going to be hard to explain. I mean, it's like 192 pages and we had been working on it for like a couple non-stop. of years. Yeah, nonstop for like two years. And the thing is, it's just so hard to load in anymore. Like, that's the main reason we had to stop writing on it because it's so hard to load in and I don't. I don't want to keep it open all the time when nobody's writing on it. Exactly. And I can't really write for it because most of the characters are mine, but then Tavani has really important characters that she just doesn't write for. And the other main thing that I know with Galaxy Charm is because you stopped writing there and then you made season two, it died. Exactly. The story that they had been working on for two goddamn years died because of a lack of care. And that's mostly what's going on with Hyperslate as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. It's in a state of dead. And I really wish I went off break at a more convenient time. 
Because I literally, I was on break for a long, long time. You going off break was, like, kind of annoying for me because nobody was doing anything. And I was just there, like, please. Yeah, because I started writing more. I was like, well, I might as well announce that I'm off break because it's close to January. It was, like, December when I went off break, I think. Like, officially. And I started writing more in, like, November. So I started, I, you know, I officially went off break in December. I'm writing more for this stuff. But now I don't want to write for a lot of Piper Slate because nobody's doing anything mm-hmm. nothing is happening and that's not your made, fault which is why i made the um survey I'm yeah call it. the um what, the survey we made i made a survey so like i can ask people questions on how we wanted to do stuff most of it was just nonsense but there was actually some pretty important stuff like hey should we organize this pretty should we start organizing this differently like should we have official writing time so that people can actually do stuff yeah so I feel like, and nobody's responded to the survey. I've except for me, but yeah, except you and Rory. And I've told people about it, and it's just, they're not doing it, which sucks because then nothing is happening, nothing is going on. Which and it's nobody's fault except for the people who are writing. I don't know why everyone suddenly went dead. Is it because I became more inactive with Vortex, so people kind of. It was- I know it's harder to write without official permission to write with Vortex, cause he's there, he's, he's existent. Just, he's there, he's there, he's- he's there, he's here, he's everywhere. Who are you gonna call? Psychic friend Fred Berg. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> also, Game Theory needs to stop making FNAF videos. <laughs> they need to stop. I think Game Theory's just fueling the fire for Scott Cawthon. Okay, anyways. Hey, anyways, no, we're not going back on that rabbit hole. But, um, I think Vortex, like, because I was off, I was on break for, like, half a year almost. Because mm-hmm. I went off break in summer. Forever. And I came off break in, like, December. And I originally said I was going to come off break in, like, January of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then I was like... No, it was, like, no, it was, like, November. I said November, November to January. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, no. I'm going off break in December. Because I wanted to start writing more, because I felt like... You were asking me for permission for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I Which was... never happened. Like, I was really excited. Like, we were going to actually start making MDLF into a comic that I was going to post at my school's newspaper. But that just never happened. Just never did. Which sucks. Exactly. It was mainly because I went off break because I didn't have inspiration to write at all. And I needed to, like, Which get time to Which didn't help my inspiration. So. Exactly. Or anyone else's inspiration. <laughs> It just inspired me to write more at the wrong time. It's like a chain link reaction. So it might have slightly been because I went off break and then kind of like one of those machines that just like continues. Which sucks. It's like a bad fractal. Because now nobody is writing. It's sad. We need- Me and Georgia started writing on something that died a while ago though, so I mean that's pretty good, but uh, still- and the main thing, sad thing is, is that Morphers is about to die. Exactly. Which and is it was sad. literally it was just really good, made. Exactly, but it was a pretty good idea. Like overall, we actually had stuff written down. Like it was one of the most fast-paced things. Like once it started getting going, it was one of the mo- more like fast-paced things that we actually started with because yeah. we had several free stories done, and it just yay. But then it got to the point where um. 
Rory needed to write for her character's perspective on the pre-stories. Like, we were going to have a bunch of laid-out pre-stories where all the characters figure out how they essentially got to the main part of the story. I would be chill with writing for that, but... But no, we can't, because... The, it cha- it, it's, a, it's a chain reaction. Like it starts with one of it starts with one of my characters, and then it goes off to him, and then it starts with another one of my characters. But since Georgia has helped, she helped me make that character. She could also write on it, mm-hmm. and then it went, and then it just skipped a few people to George to um George's character Remedy, mm-hmm. and then Rory's character, which was going to be one of the last ones besides for yours. Yeah, and which... then she just didn't finish it. And it's not even that hard to do. Like, it's only supposed to be a couple of pages long. Yeah, and, I mean, a lot of the stories that we write for... Galaxy Charm was almost 200 pages. Uh, a lot of my stories... It was more than 300 pages. I, ha- I shrank the font down a lot, though. Oh, it's God. It's, like, size 9, and it's still 192. Okay, so, Galaxy Charm with a normal font is 300 pages. Uh, OPBS is near 60,000 pages. Um, that's that my estimate. Very much. That's my estimate. I'm trying to slowly put out stuff so that people know what OPBS more exactly is and that it's really dark and kind Although, of Although, overall, more first, it was supposed to be sort of a social experiment, a social experiment where I was just like, hey, I'm do going to want. do universe rules. As long as you follow these, you can do whatever the heck you want. Which, I mean, is chill. <laughs> like, that was a really good idea, and that worked, and I'm starting to use that format for a lot more things, but I can't yeah. do it with MDLF, because MDLF's just so planned out, and, like... It's really weird. Like, most of MDLF's planned out, but we keep introducing new things, and... It just... Rio has no canon name. She has no canon name. Which sucks. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, Rio is referred to many different things throughout the franchise. There's Riolu, Rizu, Rainbow Riolu's kid. Rizuka. Rizuka. There's so many different names for her that it just... <laughs> it's just like mind-blown. Oh no, what are we gonna do? So we just... I mean, most people... At this point, we just refer to it as Rio or Ri. Yeah. So, which is what, what, what the name Vortex and Ri comes from. Yeah. Vortex is was my main character for a long time and then, and then now it's pretty much right sort of mine yeah she's since mdlf's sort of dying out at this point she's becoming less and less important so yeah i have a feeling we're we are gonna have to do something to mdlf exactly like something i don't want has it to, to die happen. like it's one of the like more major thing that is in the hyperslate series like yeah it's like hyperslate that's the hyperslate and hyperslate is mostly MDLF. associated with MDLF. yeah exactly mdlf they're literally the guardians and gods of that universe if their if their story is dead then we can't do anything anywhere else exactly and from there that would almost result in some ways if the entire thing dying yeah which is going to be terrible like and that's it would, not a good thing would result in massive changes for the bsu if hyperslate's officially dead because mm-hmm. like because mm, from hyperslate because from mdlf dying everything is connected at this point like yeah everything is connected and if from mdlf dying everything else will die which is why we're like we can't let that happen it's it yeah can't, we can't let it happen like 
but either I'm going to have to like do something to change, like I'm going to have to either scrap characters, which I have actually scrapped many concepts for many MDLF characters that I just haven't been able to mention because a lot of times I have ideas for Vortex, but I scrap them in my mind because I'm like, well, we can't introduce this now because we don't have time for this crap. We need MDLF to just not die. Except like Dose, like Dose, one of the planets was supposed to have an entire storyline, but then the lore didn't end up working out. And I am really upset about that because I like, I had a really good ideas for that. I had some pretty good characters mentioned. I had to scrap all MDLF almost now, even though it's such a complex story, with so many concepts being removed because people are dying, it feels like a basic hero villain type thing. And Which not, sucks because that's not exactly. what it's supposed to be. We're adding, plus we're, we've been adding new characters in because we're trying to get more people involved and uh-huh. it's just personalities are clashing, characters are clashing together. Gods are clashing. Exactly, like, that's not a good thing. Like, I'm starting to have problems with Rio, which is, she's one of the more important characters in the series. And the main three, like, most, most important characters are Rio, Blue, and Vortex. Mm-hmm. They show up the most, they're the most important. Which kind of doesn't make sense in terms of <laughs> Vortex, but... Um, no, Vortex is... What I imagine him doing in the series is, like, he does stuff, but then he's not there. He does stuff, but he's not really always exactly. particularly there. Like, and also, now, because of Vortex's personality change, things have to be changed. And because, at least MDLF story isn't canon, because otherwise... Major changes. Exactly. And canon MDLF Vortex is canon fine. Canon MDLF is canon, but it's not also the, canon the main weird thing is that Vortex is associated with insanities because he does go insane and he does have forms, but he's not an insanity. Exactly. Because his forms don't follow Hyperslate Universe rules because he's not from the Hyperslate Universe. It's- Vortex is the worst part of this series, except we can't remove him at this point. Which sucks, because I don't even like him as a character at this point. I don't like his design, I don't like his older attitude, I don't really like his newer attitude. He's cocky and annoying, and I know that's his whole thing, but I don't like him. I don't. I don't like his design, I don't like his attitude. It's like, and I really wish I could remove him from most of my stories, but he's integral to OPBS. He's pretty much integral to OPBS, and he's so far intertwined and deep into canon MDLF, that we can't just take him out. Because mm-hmm. somebody would have to fill his place, and that wouldn't work. Exactly, like, Because no Vortex would still be a god of... Because Vortex would still be a god of the void and death in the BSU. Mm-hmm. And, and Hyperslate is essentially... And Hyperslate is kind of an unofficial part of the BSU, mm-hmm. pretty much. So, Vortex is god of the void... Everywhere. Everywhere. Besides Everywhere. The Subers. The is also kind yeah. of weird. But that's because, you know, he's not associated with the Subers. The Subers isn't connected to the Hyperslate. It's pretty much. You can't travel from the Hyperslate universe into the Subers. Like, it's literally impossible unless. Like, it's not even possible for, like, most of the characters who are from the Subers and somehow travel to the Hyperverse. Hyperslate. Hyperslate. But I'm sorry. Yeah. But, like, it's gotten to the point where there's so many, there's characters planned in who are actually pretty important, like Glitch and Nitro, who, Glitch is supposed to be really important in the first scenes, and Nitro is one of the main or major characters in the second scenes. Mm-hmm. That, and they're, 
they're from the Subers. They died. Mm-hmm. They came to the MDLF universe because heat. Uh-huh. Um, so, yes. And then Misery. Misery is a god of the Subers. He can do whatever he wants from the Subers. And since he can, and since technically the entire thing where it's like, oh, you can't travel between the M- and the hyperslate, hyperslate, and the subers because kind of like the Minecraft the world barrier. Like exactly. you just can't. <laughs> just and everything is getting so complicated. And I do want to talk about something more important now. Let's go. Lucky and Re. Oh yeah, I heard the like. I've seen comments on this before, mainly. That's the most I've seen. Lucky is one of the, our newer... Can, can we just make this into a new section? This is 18 seconds. It, oh, God, yeah. We're still talking about MDLF, but now we're talking yeah, about we're talking Lucky about more specifically and Lucky Ree, and who are twins. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Real, the first character to pretty much ever exist in the entire entire Hyperslate universe. She's six or five or six years old, or more than that, I'm pretty sure. Not sure. in terms of actual age, just in terms of how old <laughs> she is. Just literal real life, which is really old. Yeah, and in terms of OCs, because of how young we are, that's old. Because my oldest OC is Vortex, who originally didn't have a name, and just his existed. original... The first idea of Vortex was four years ago, but the character concept itself was ancient. Ancient. Uh, essentially almost seven years ago. When I was three. <laughs> That's when I started dancing. That's how old Vortex is. Vortex is an ancient character, and Re is a damn old character, too. Okay. Anyways, so back to um, Lucky and Re. Rhea is really old. She's one of the more main points of MDLF just because you know. I created it. She's my main OC. She's going to be important no matter what we technically do. It's just kind of how it works. Also, I see a lot of criticism from people just in general uh, from people who are like, okay, if you created the universe and that's OC, that's your OC, it doesn't mean you could, uh, they can be the most important. Yes, they can. It's the exactly. creator's OC. What are you talking about? <laughs> The creator's character is probably pretty important. I wonder why. <laughs> so yeah, anyways, no, that's one of like the worst things. And then I Lucky, she's really new. I Lucky was created by Rory who had a character named Phoenix who was relatively old. She was pretty early. We just never yeah. did anything with her. I know she was just I there remember mentioned Phoenix once. was either slightly before or slightly after Vortex. Was no, before. she was way after Vortex. She was not. I know in terms of the slideshow, she was on before Vortex. That's what I remember. She was on like right two days after Vortex. Okay, so I was right a little after. Mm -hmm. So, and then and then I was like, okay, you're not doing anything. This would you like to scrap her concept and do something new? Because I need more people writing on this series. And she was like, no, I want to keep her, but I want a different character. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have three characters at one point. At one point, but. The they two didn't work, and they were essentially OPBS characters. They were so just there, and they, they weren't even mentioned. They were just on the slideshow. Yeah, they were just on there, and they were pretty much OPBS characters, so scrapped. Mm-hmm. So anyways, and then, so then we were like, okay, I guess Lucky's going to be a thing now, because we started developing her character before Roy really knew that much about Bree, uh-huh. which... So that's where the issue comes. 
I don't know, and I also think it's because Rory is used to being Rory um is typically the more innocent child in our friend group, our overall table. Like I am we're, not. <laughs> yes, we're I like, am the edgy one. <laughs> yes, you and Caitlin are the very edgy ones. We're the ones who write edgy stuff and are edgy and yeah. So anyways, That's continuous. Us. Continuing. At at my lunch table, she is relatively one of the more innocent people there. And I was like, okay. She does not know about furry porn yet. Oh god, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, she does hopefully not, not. That's a world of sin. <laughs> okay, anyways, continuing. And um so Let me know if Rory is and Bree is kind of like not necessarily innocent. She literally eats people, but um <laughs> she, she is, is a more innocent character, and she's, that's why Vortex keeps on laughing at her. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, and so this, I think this tied in with Rory, with Rory trying to make a character more like her, so that she would more enjoy trying to write the series. And then we develop Lucky, and she exists, and she's there. And that's and as far as I know, per- and it's she's way too similar to Reed. Exactly. Like there's so many just things that aren't even like. I'm not even sure how this intertwined. Like, this was... Like, Rory mentioned this, this stuff to me before I mentioned that Rhi had the same things. Mm-hmm. So it's just so similar, and it's just getting to be a problem. And I don't want any disputes coming out, so I may have to end up changing Rhi's personality at least a little bit. And I don't want to do that because she's ancient. She's pretty much had the same personality throughout her entire creation. I've known Re essentially since she's been created. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I created Re on the 4th of July. Yeah, so. that is her birthday. And me and Alana's family, we've all we've done we this for quite a while. For, yeah, we've done it for like we forever. We always celebrate 4th of July together. And while we used to not do it at like the specific park we go to, we've always been like together. It's just always together. been a thing, and it's just... Yeah. We always, like, see each other on 4th of July. And, Rhi, if you think MDLF, one of the first things you're going to end up thinking about, and le- besides for your character, is Rhi. You think MDLF, you probably first think your character, Rhi. Exactly, and... And then you probably start thinking about other characters than the storyline. But since she's just so iconic, I don't want to have to change her very much. Which makes sense, also because she's your character and she's exactly. Asian. Exactly, and I don't want to, like, she's one of my, she's one of my favorites that isn't my favorites. <laughs> my favorites are my vent characters. My favorites are my vent characters, they're just... Vent characters are dope. Vent characters are. They're my favorites, they don't have to do with anything, like, they're Subers characters. The Subers is an entire other thing that pretty much has no collection lore, connection lore, besides for, like, the Subers itself, like, the entire Subers universe, like, none of the miniature universes in that really know about each other. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, it's just complicated and, oh no. But Re and Re and Lucky, everything's similar. I don't want any disputes coming out. I don't want to change Re. And since so Rhi's there's an really, issue because exactly, and Re's super iconic, and if I have to do something, somebody I, has to change. Exactly, which is going to change the series. And if nothing changes, then then either there's going to be so many just complicated clashes, and it's going to be hard to tell the characters apart, besides for like their physical appearance, and you know. And a lot of characters don't have canon designs technically. Uh, exactly. Vortex does not. Exactly. Like. 
And while most people remember him for when he had glasses and the classic Vortex, the very, very classic Vortex, Tevin, a lot of people just- I quote Tevin he looks like an evil LA teacher. Well, I mean, he originally was a teacher, exactly. so there's a reason for that. Yes, but um, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was way after, like, I was just fooling around, and, like, she, and then, like, Tony just randomly mentioned, Vortex looks like an evil LA teacher. He straight up is an LA, he wasn't an LA teacher, he just was a teacher, which, looking back on old lore, and now looking at OPBS, is hilarious. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, Ree's iconic. I don't want the series to die. Something's going to happen, but... What? Exactly. Like, it's just complicated, and... And the life is essentially stuck in a pit. Exactly. I have no experience dealing with this stuff, because it's always been... I'm in charge. Do what I say. (laughs) Sounds kind of spoiled, but I mean... I mean, it's just been hard luck, organized, that nothing happens, but... More first was my main experiment where I was like, oh, this will be fun to do. How about we try something new for once? And I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do this with MDLF. Because it makes more sense. Mm-hmm, because it makes more sense. Like, so many good things happen with the more first that it just... It I have would... a feeling the only way to get MDLF out of the pit is, in, is for a, either quite a few changes to lore and functions or literally restarting the series exactly restarting the series like that would just be really depressing yeah like because this is pretty much like three two years of work all being restarted i do want to say glitch is she's important she's important to the series not she's important to the series because she knows what happens she she's not really self-aware but like she remembers literally everything that has changed throughout the entire six years and so let's reese timeline an entire spin-off thing from back when i was in the entire sort of weird kind of not necessarily the pokemon fandom but like a really tiny bit of the pokemon fandom that was when Ree was first created i'm not explaining it because i haven't been in it in so long i don't want to get anything wrong pokemon fandom's weird yeah but like it's a different part of the pokemon fandom that might as well be its own thing um but anyways so re is re was essentially supposed to be that i changed like completely feral cat i changed her back and then i changed her entire design completely which is pretty much what glitch looks like today so and then I was like, okay, I like this design. And Glitch was important. And then Nitro slash Luca was created um, as a sort of character for me to like tie in re getting a more developed character. Or who I'm going to refer to as Glitch right now because she's technically the original. Um, and so then I was like, yeah, no, I'm scrapping this again. And Re was and the um normal Rio was back, but Glitch was still there. And then I just started developing Insanities, and then I added Glitch back in. So Glitch is technically the original Re. She remembers literally everything that has happened, but... So yeah, Rio isn't the original Re, technically. And... Another thing that sucks about Vortex is he's not an Insanity, but he's an Insanity. Exactly. Which, 
his lore already had him going insane at some point and having forms, but the fact that it's so extremely similar to the concept of insanity is sucks. Just I've even off. seen him listed listed as an insanity grouped with insanities, um, yeah. even on the notes doc. It's but on the true. notes doc, it makes makes and, more sense. Yeah, and the notes doc, like I pretty much group him with it because it's like it's it's him. It's <laughs> it's easier for me to do because otherwise it would just be his own section where it's just. But like that would be kind of annoying. It's I'd his own section except shows. for that I'd have to have like separate slideshows for literally everything, which is I'm good, thanks. <laughs> Which, no. <laughs> Which like makes I'm sense. Like, I'm having so many storage space issues t- being taken up, like. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, essentially. One time, also, I was working on a project in school, and Mr. Horner called me up, and I knew he was looking through, like, his drive, and I thought maybe he was also looking through my drive. Oh, no? And he called me up, he was like, Kyan, I understand being creative, but you can assemble your stuff for your digital portfolio at home. I was like... Oh god, he meant my digital portfolio. I totally thought he was gonna start talking to me about uh, hypersight. I was like, oh god, because if he did, I sw- there's a lot of swears coming from the PBS characters in that series. Which, mm. if my school, I don't know if my school knows or not. I think they know that I'm in MDLF vaguely, but I don't think they know what's in MDLF. <laughs> my fifth grade teacher knows about Galaxy Charm. That's all I know. <laughs> so I was so scared though. I was like, "Oh God, he knows." You don't you hate it when that happens? Like you're doing something that's not particularly bad, but it's like. But you're apparently not supposed to do it. You're walking on the guidelines. Yeah. You're walking like right on the edge. Like. So. You know you're not supposed to be doing this, but, but like you're it's not really not bad. Supposed to be doing it, you're not supposed to be doing it, but you're not not supposed to be doing it. Yeah. My right. school essentially bans sharing documents with anyone who's not a teacher, and I'm like, what do you expect us to do? Wait. <laughs> what about group projects? What project? about group, group projects? Like, they say, only if you're in a group project. This is Why? a group project. It's not a school group project, but it's a group project. It is a group project. I mean, OPBS is a solo project, but, but group projects on the other hand. It's tied into the... The fact that OPBS ties into MDLF doesn't make sense. <laughs> Reese complicated. Like, her is complicated. Everything, like, I changed so many little things. Like, I was going to, like, one of the first things I made on my to-do list, which I have still on there and I still use it sometimes, and I actually had to delete some of that because I updated it. Uh-huh. One of, like, literally the first thing I put on my to-do list was that I wanted to, like, write out all the little changes that I made to Rio. Mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore because it would be too long. <laughs> it's like not spread out throughout the year. She didn't change too much spread out throughout the years, but like in this slow recently, kind of space from MDLF, like MDLF just in general, she's so complicated at this point that I just can't. MDLF has changed a lot drastically. It originally was kind of like just I remember when MDLF, the first like real real concept of MDLF was created two years ago on Halloween. <laughs> I had ideas before that, but not yes. necessarily for Vortex. Like, I just thought, oh, Re and Blue, they're friends. This is technically canon. Like, they've been friends for yeah. like, literally forever. And I know Halloween two years ago, we were like, you know, just make something. <laughs> Why not? MDLF's anniversary, Halloween. 
Why do why do every single thing is anniversary have to do on some holiday? Yeah, Ree's anniversary, Fourth of July, Fourth of July, Halloween. Um, Vortex's anniversary is also on Halloween. Exactly. Um, well, his canon birthday isn't actually a thing because he's born from darkness. Blah blah exactly. blah. Um, so there's no his darkness. birthday, which he knows about, because you know Vortex. Satan. Um, his birthday is Halloween, and whatever people bring it up, he's like, oh, God, shut up. <laughs> we should have just, that should be an Umdale of meme. Enjoy. Just re-bringing it up, like, hey, what's your birthday, Vortex? And then Vortex just sighing and being like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Wait, but what's your birthday, though? It's Halloween. Ha- <laughs> How fitting. You're so dark and... Lingling <laughs> <laughs> practice 40 hours of... Ari, the most obnoxious character ever who still knows not to do idiot stuff. Like, she's got brain cells, she's not very many of them. She's got brain cells, but only four. <laughs> like Lucky, again, another treaded thing over. So similar, Lucky knows not to do certain stuff to certain characters. Oh my god! Essentially, the main thing that every MDLF needs to know is don't fuck with Vortex. Or don't fuck with him, because he will kill you in an instant. Or most of, like, the powerful characters. Exactly. Don't fuck with the OPBS characters if you ever see them. Yeah, Bree's got brain cells, by the way. She's got a decent amount of brain cells. She organizes relative MDLF stuff. So. <laughs> Just imagine, like, MDLF meeting without Vortex. Do you know those guys Vortex keeps on talking about? Yeah. Don't talk to them. Because <laughs> <laughs> we went to them. Yes. <laughs> Don't talk to them. Why? They are very mean and they will kill you in an instant. I don't trust them. Apparently it's friends with the literal universe. Um. <laughs> He's literally friends with the universe. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, yeah. Also Zion be- being a duality god and nobody knew about that for forever. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> It was just funny to look at, like. So, essentially, MDLF's in a hole. MDLF is stuck in a hole. MDLF is in a hole and is starting to get buried alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, MDLF is in a hole, which sucks, because MDLF is actually a really cool franchise. MDLF is just, it's one of my favorite things. It's And it's trying. It's and also just, the fact that your mom banned you from it for a while. Yeah, literally. <coughs> like, she was going to make me delete everything. What convinced her not to? She forgot. Oh, God! <laughs> Thank God. So, essentially, I may or may not have prided myself for about two weeks in a row. Well, yeah, because also, like, Sleep. it's kind of a coping me- mechanism. Exactly. It's one of my main coping mechanisms besides for all my ventoses, which are more recent. So. Yeah. My, my ventoses are also stuff where I essentially just torture people. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have the same exact ventoses? Jesus Christ. They're the I same die. thing. <laughs> we are twins, I swear. <laughs> Every single goddamn time. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Um. It, it sucks because also I've known my school. Whenever I I used to write in class, sometimes never, never. Um, I 
can't anymore physically, like, my school would kill me if I did that. Because my school hates me being creative. <laughs> Literally, one time oh, I was- Society is hopeless. Society, I'm not joking, society is hopeless. No offense, but like- Yeah. I mean, okay, so can I just say, I think you've heard the story from me before. I was about to draw, okay? My sketchbook was open, my tools were out, I was sitting calmly, hands under the desk, couldn't possibly be drawing, listening to my teacher's unimportant announcements that the announcements on the PA system already said. I was not a part of these announcements and she knew that. My sketchbook was plain old, just open. Nothing was there. You it was even drawing. I wasn't even drawing. You just sat there. I was just, I was, I was sitting there listening to my teacher's unimportant things. I was like, okay, uh, okay. And I pretty much, there were only two things I ever did. Because we had like 20 minutes of essentially break in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I would either be drawing or reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she knew I would usually do this. And if there were any important announcements, I would wait. And then continue to draw. <laughs> This time, something went off in her, and she said, Kyan put the, put the sketchbook in her way. I was like, why? I'm not drawing. And she was like, just put it away. You're, I don't want you drawing. I want you listening to the announcements. I was like, first off, your announcements don't apply to me, and they're not important. Second off, I am not drawing. <laughs> My tools may be out. The page is blank. How could I be drawing? You would see the drawing. <laughs> and then I got in trouble for disrespect, obviously, because oh I pretty God. much went off on a teacher, but I really don't care. Um, so she took my sketchbook and looked through it, apparently, what she told me later. I was like, half Excuse of that me. is vent stuff. Have you ever met an artist before? Like, most people don't want you going through their private sketchbook. Literally, whenever I leave my sketchbook out on the table, people will always be looking through it. I'm like, stop doing that. It's like... Seriously, like, most artists don't want you going through their sketchbook. Like, me personally... Because it's our sketchbook. Exactly. <laughs> me personally, I'm fine with it if you ask me. If you don't ask me... If you don't ask me and if you just look through... She eventually told me... I It eventually came out. She didn't really tell me, but, like, it came out accidentally. And there was no way she couldn't have looked through it. She was like, oh, that drawing you made of... I think it was... I think it was a country human drawing. Like drawing you made of country humans is really unique it's a cool idea and i was like i was like i literally gave her this look it was like the day before the last day of school even so i was like i was not afraid of killing her (laughs) so i was like did you look through my sketchbook and she was like yeah was this me i don't remember this I was so pissed off with her for like the rest of the day. I was not was this paper happy. Or me? Huh? Was this Piper or me? No, no, this was my teacher. Your teacher? My teacher. Oh my god! <laughs> oh this my was god! My teacher who like did again it. with fandoms. We're going. I know we're going back to the first section, but seriously, stop! Stop! <laughs> please! It's just. Oh my gosh! Don't. Just don't. Oh my gosh! Just people have private things. They don't want you going through stuff. Just. Please. Oh my god. Don't. I kind of understand the taking away the sketchbook. I mean, I but was looking dis- through it. Randomly. I was disrespectful, so I guess I kind of understand. Like that's. But why did you of- look through it? Just randomly. Yeah, it was like probably during when we weren't in class, I would assume. But I was like, why did you? I was so mad. I was so mad. Cause people who aren't artists don't understand that we don't want you looking through our shit. 
it is our shit. Stop looking through it. Like, I understand it. If she were to ask and say, can I look through some of this just to make sure there's no inappropriate content, I would have said yes, because why would there be inappropriate content? That's weird. Um, so I was like, okay, shh. I would have been, like, sure. She didn't ask. Just like ask. Like, you go through my sketchbook without asking me. I personally am a scary person. Like, I am not lying. She chased me around. She chased chased me and her brother around with a knife. So, yeah, no, she's terrifying. (laughs) And not only that, but I also got in trouble at about 20 times in school for maybe hitting a few people and punching them. Goddamn. That's one of the reasons me and another one of my friends aren't friends anymore. But she copied every single thing I did, including some of my OCs. Which another one of your friends? You don't know. Rip 100. <laughs> people who copy OCs are the fucking worst. Really just if you copy people's artwork, just I hope you do know that that is a crime. Like, you can take inspiration, but if you're taking inspiration it, and making sure you credit the original artist is fine. Is but fine. otherwise, no. Just stop. But otherwise, stop. Have you seen most comic dubbers will credit the artist? Most decent people will credit the artist. Most people who do animation memes will credit if they took any inspiration from anybody. Exactly. Most of the time during the intro to the animation meme, you will see a blank meme. The original person who made the animation meme, and then a description if it's inspired by anyone who didn't make the original animation meme, then they'll also credit that person. Usually you will see title, person who made animation meme, original animation meme, and then if there's any other inspiration. Which is, I believe, how most people should structure their artwork if they get inspired, because that's a good thing to do. Don't just rip off people's artwork randomly. They will hate you for it. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. They will hate you, and it will make them depressed. I remember one time a person who stole Vortex of all my goddamn OCs. They stole Vortex. I was like, it was so obvious, too. I gave them a drawing because they asked. Oh, yeah. Didn't you tell me about this? Yeah, I think I told you about this. And then they erased your watermark or whatever? They erased my, like, watermark. I think I just did my signature. Same thing. They erased it and brought it to school. I was like, dude, I literally gave that to you yesterday. Do not play it off like (laughs) you drew that shit. I was so mad. I was not happy in the slightest. I literally wanted to kill that person. I'm not even gonna lie. He's holding a Nerf gun. (laughs) I'm just making... No, he literally just picked up the Nerf gun as he was saying kill. <laughs> Action. But anyway, there's, yeah. There's water in this. I'm, I'm not shocked. Remember how my sister asked me if there was any water guns? <laughs> okay. But anyway, yeah, I was... I I don't think that person goes to my school anymore. Good. I might be wrong, but I hated them for the rest of the year. I was pissed off. Mm-hmm. And they would, like, still act like they were my friend, and they would... They even at one point, because I came back with another drawing of Vortex the next day, because I was, you know, in my drawing mood, and they were like, you copied my art. I was like, bitch, <laughs> don't, don't you dare. Do you even know who this character is? Name that in every single one of their personality traits. Uh, <laughs> do you know who this character is? Yes. Name every single one of their forms. They don't have forms, they're my character. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> Do you know who this character is? Name what franchise they came from. 
didn't come from a franchise. They're my original character. Oh my god! <laughs> she's like, she's like. If Actually, that to me, I would probably. I also I did. I would probably have to be held back from eating my eating a chair at them. Yeah, I did also write AABS at the bottom of that, and I was like, Do you know what AABS means? It means and she and the person was like, Uh, uh. Yeah. What's I was like, mean? What is AABS then? And they were like. Um, four letters he likes. <laughs> I was like, no, they're not, honey. And they were like, but it's, it's my character. Acronym. And I was like, no, it's not. It's an acronym. It's what an does acronym. It stand for? It's an acronym. What does it stand for? Um, ass, ass, <laughs> bitch. Shit. And I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I don't know what their actual answer was. I was pissed off like for the rest of the year and they kept on acting like we were friends i was like i'm not friends with you anymore honey they knew what they did whenever they came around they were like giving me that smirk you know the smirk yes i know the smirk i was like stop anyone gives me the smirk i will look back at them with (laughs) theory of death Oh god, if you gave like, Vortex that smirk, he would walk up to you and say, no, 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 no. <laughs> but essentially, just, just a look, and it's just like, I will find you where you live. There are phone numbers. I can try to trace your phone number at some random time. We have phone books, child. <laughs> we have phone books era. with addresses. I will, I will enter through your window. And, and kill you in your the- sleep. No. I'd probably break their arm and then just let them, let them do that for about a week and then break their other arm. And then break both their legs and no. then break their heart and, and then break no, their no. skull. <laughs> and break then break no. their neck. No, break an arm, break the other arm, break the bottom bone of their leg, break the other bottom bone of their leg, break both top bones. Um, and then break their neck. No, break You want ribs. them to suffer? Yeah, break a few ribs, break more ribs. And then, and then end their misery by stabbing them in the heart and waiting until they bleed to death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a scary person. Uh, I mean, people who steal art, you're the fucking like, worst. Just, please If you don't. steal art, go fuck yourself. Like, actually. Go like, fuck yourself. Just, please don't. It's just one of the worst things to do, and... It is a legitimate crime. It is a crime to steal art. So if you do it, fuck you. You're a legit criminal if you do steal artwork, so. Hear that? That's the sound of the weapon I'm gonna use. <laughs> Alright, we can end the section at that. Yeah, this is almost. A, this is gonna be like as long as episode two. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, that was a very dark episode. This was very toxic. We hate to leave it on a bad note, but like. Nothing First good we're has talking happened. About fandom issues. Now, we're, then we were talking about universe issues and just people stealing art. And we people should probably suck. go eat a bunch of food now. Do you have money? <laughs> yes, I have like thirty bucks. Yes, we're gonna go All to right. corner pantry and eat away our pain. Oh my god! Bye bye. Goodbye.